This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the Treasure Coast. I am Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. And as you know, for those who tune in on a regular basis, our little radio show and podcast platform here is all about small business, entrepreneurship, talking about best practices, highlighting uh, innovative entrepreneurial ideas across the Treasure Coast. And we have with us today one of those very innovative uh, entrepreneurs, uh, founders of of a new business, a new app, which we love, technology. Uh, We have with us um, Courtney uh, Rincon. Courtney, uh, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Hi, everybody. Uh, Courtney, I love, uh, I always love conversations with young folks that are, uh, that are leveraging technology uh, and innovative entrepreneurial ideas to bring assistance uh, to real world issues and problems. And, and you are the uh, poster um, for exactly that. Uh, You are in the uh, initial phases and you've and you're making good progress of creating an app to provide assistance and help uh, to to parents and families who are dealing with autism. Did I get that correct? Yeah. So our platform serves as a bridge between families, providers, resources, and the community. So we bring them all together in one accessible space. I like it. I like it. Um, Collaboration. Uh, I love it. Uh, sharing, sharing ideas and, and sharing best practices and, and resources. Uh, so, Courtney, let's start as we always do. Just provide us a little bit of your background, your experience and kind of your pathway to the missing piece, which is uh, the name of your app. Yeah. So I was actually, I, I believe in the origin story. So I'm going to go a little bit farther back than just my work experience. But I was born to a drug addicted mother and a father facing a 20 year prison sentence. And my grandmother got custody of me after two years. Um, I was in foster care until that time. And so we relocated to South Florida where we thought everything would be wonderful. But unfortunately, my mother was murdered when I was 14. And then I became a teen mom at 17. The story doesn't end there, though, and I was able to go off and not get only my high school diploma, but I earned three degrees after that. And I started my own business here in the Treasure Coast, actually a CrossFit gym was my first real getting my feet wet into entrepreneurial space. And um, I was also a clinician. So for the last six years, I was a behavior analyst providing treatment for individuals on the autism spectrum. And in the field, so often I would see and hear parents telling me that they weren't sure what to do. It took them a year to get, you know, a diagnosis. It took them a year to get services or plus. And so this was something that I had heard and seen a lot of and kind of shied away from it. So I actually was taking my board exams to try to become a licensed 
the board certified behavior analyst and I kept failing the exam. And so in 2019, I thought my life was over. I thought I worked all this time. I took, I took the test nine times. I invested so much into myself, but I decided to pivot. And so I actually transitioned into tech. And so, uh, you know, it, it, the story is, I thought my life was over, right? And essentially it wasn't. <laughs> and nice. yes. I, I actually wrote out these ideas in 2019, but they didn't actually come to fruition until this year when I had sat down and talked to another founder and I was able to just make it very simple, <laughs> you know? And I basically after that, it was just starting to take one step at a time. And so I'm super thankful that I found somebody who would just encourage me and make it sound so simple. Now it hasn't been that simple, but, you know, and then I ended up finding a, a school called Avocademy and they do UX UI design. And so for people who aren't familiar with what that is, it's essentially the way that we interact with apps, how it looks, how it flows through each screen. That's like the beginning stages of the development. And there's a lot more psychology that goes into that as to why and how and you know, what people are going to, how people will interact with it. And so they actually have done all of my services until this point free in exchange for their students being able to add it to their portfolio. So now I'm just in the place of looking for funding and moving on to the next step of actually getting it developed. So we have the prototype and working on more partnerships, just strategic partnerships with other companies and, and uh, yeah, providers. Well, Courtney, I again, I will start with saying I am, uh, you know, sorry to hear about uh, the heartache and, uh, and and you know things that you've had to deal with as a young person. Um, but it sounds like um, you have been able to, uh, you know, to leverage those experiences and and say we're going to make something uh, positive out of what uh, were some very negative. Uh, experiences that you had in your life. So, uh, I, and again, that truly is the foundations of entrepreneurship, looking at problems uh, and trying to come up with, with simple everyday solutions. And I think, um, and, and also leveraging those life experiences uh, in, in, in thinking about how we can, we can help others. So uh, Courtney, you, you are, textbook entrepreneurship. And I also love the story about, you know, your experiences with the testing. Um, we teach that concept, you know, uh, failure is not fatal. Uh, failure is just, uh, just one small step, uh, in all of this. So you have, uh, you must've read entrepreneurship 101, uh, Courtney, cause you have, uh, you're, you're living it. So, uh, appreciate, uh, what you're doing. And again, uh, glad that you have, uh, moved beyond uh, the devastating uh, effects that, that occurred in your life. So um, let's talk about, let's talk about autism. It is a, it is an important, um, you know, a big issue for, for many, many folks. Um, you know, this is uh, something that obviously 30 years ago, we didn't hear as much about 20 years ago, but now today it really is part of, of, of everyday life. It's part of education. It's, it's part of the workforce, uh, you know, working with those that, that are on the autism scale. So kind of give us the, 
the big picture of autism, where are we in, in, in terms of, of, um, of addressing uh, the needs of, of autistic students today? Yeah, I mean, so one in 54 kids in the U.S. has been identified as being on the autism spectrum, and it's actually more common in boys than girls with a four to one ratio. So it's very common, really, if you don't know anybody directly, you probably know somebody who has a child or a sibling on the autism spectrum. And as far as, you know, it's great that we are aware of this, right? However, the other part of that problem is that now there isn't enough there aren't enough providers, there aren't enough resources, and there aren't enough things for families to rely on. That problem only continues to increase as they actually age. So it's really, you know, people are hyper-focused on early intervention, but people often forget that individuals who have children with autism grow up and have be, are become adults with autism. And then oftentimes there's no real resources for them after age 22, which is when you can leave the public school system. Right. So that presents a whole nother set of problems. <laughs> and you did mention public school system. I know that I know that certainly public school systems uh, have programs, have support uh, programming uh, in the schools. Uh, they certainly, uh, you know, I've heard very positive things about about uh, the recognition of this issue and and how students are, uh, you know, flourishing in schools today and uh, and and working their way through that the the K through twelve uh, with autism. Is that a fair statement? Are they? Is this the the school systems are are addressing uh, the issue? They're addressing the issue, but also their job is to be is to be education providers, right? In all fairness, that is what the job of a school is, is to provide education. However, because we're human and because the autism population is neurodivergent, they need different resources in order to thrive. And really, if we're stripping it down further than that, all of us have individual ways that we learn, right? It's the same idea for kids on the autism spectrum. It's what I love about working with kids with autism specifically is that the box gets thrown out because the box doesn't work. <laughs> and so, you know, it is a challenge. It is definitely a challenge for providers, for schools, for just in general. But I think that there are the great thing about problems is it gives an opportunity to provide solutions. Yep. So let's talk specifically about um, your your actual product that you're still working to to get funded and and mm -hmm. you know get into the app stores. So yeah. talk about the product. What's the purpose, mission? Uh, what does it actually provide for uh, future users? Yeah. So this actually this product actually has a B two B or a business to business and a B2C component. But by connecting both the B2B and B2C stakeholders, we're creating a comprehensive network that enables families to access the support they need while partnering with the providers to showcase their services and connect with potential clients. One of the additional problems that we've seen with providers specifically is long wait lists for services. And this will allow somebody in you know, a rural area to connect directly with 
a provider that's maybe out of Florida. And now telehealth can sometimes be an issue. Let's think of a two-year-old, right? If we're painting a picture, a two-year-old can't necessarily sit in front of a computer and especially a two-year-old with autism. However, the app will be able to connect the provider and then essentially be able to get them, you know, scheduled to come for an in-person um, assessment or whatever the, right. the service type is, which will just decrease decrease the wait time, increase right. quality of life for families. I mean, provide job opportunities and really eliminate so many more of those barriers. Because a lot of times right now with autism services, it's very much in a, in a radius of where you are. So if you are in a rural area, you're stuck with whoever is around. And sometimes there isn't anybody around. So again, the missing piece, which is the name of your app, is uh, somewhat of a a connector, a collaborator app. You're bringing together all the resources inside of the app. Uh, parents, uh, business owners would be able to access information within inside the app and connect to to resources and assistance programs. Yeah, absolutely. The mission is to empower families and providers alike by facilitating greater communication, understanding, and access to vital resources. And you mentioned, you know, kind of before we went on the air, you you talked a little bit about there's a lot of resources out there, but they're all, you use the word siloed. So kind of explain where we are in the current space of autism support and resources. Yeah. So on one part, if you think your child has autism, Typically what happens is you start Googling, you start looking up what that might mean. You start asking other parents, you might go in Facebook groups, you know, and then the search really begins on what to do next. Who do I talk to? Where do I go? What is next? The app comes into that because we want to find people prior to them having a diagnosis. That's one part of it, right? So we want to be able to walk them through obtaining a diagnosis, and then eventually actually being able to schedule directly with these providers to get the services that they need. And then the other part of it is for families who already know they have an autism diagnosis, but face the same things. Where, what after school groups can I, you know, are autism inclusive? What about school advocacy when I want to have somebody be present for IEP meetings or I really want my kid to go to this school or this type of school, which schools are actually autism friendly, what scholarships are available. Do I need to talk to a, a nutritionist or an alternative health medicine doctor? Because some people don't necessarily want Western medicine. And so it will provide all of those things in one place versus having to search and find. And then also the community aspect is they'll be able to go in and talk to other parents as well in the app. Uh, again, Courtney, you know, very uh, valuable work you're doing, worthwhile work, and uh, I know will be appreciated uh, if you can get this app on the market. And and we're here to help you get it out there. So, but let's uh, let's switch gears just for a minute and let's talk pure entrepreneurship. Um, yeah. You. You know, in textbook, it, it's, uh, you know, it's chapter one and chapter two, uh, identify a problem, uh, create a solution. Uh, and these can be simple everyday solutions to everyday problems. And and again, this is obviously one of those issues where, uh, to your point, um, when someone begins to uh, recognize that they need assistance with autism, 
where where do they go? Where is that clearinghouse? So talk about your entrepreneurial journey a little bit. Um, what surprised you about this? What did you find difficult? Uh, did you did you think, oh, this is uh, this is going to be the easy part, and it turned out to be the most difficult uh, part of this? Talk about the entrepreneurial side of this. Yeah, I love that question, but I think so. I think the app and understanding the technical part has actually been the easier part for me to understand. And what seems to now be the challenge is really uncovering more about provider pain points and really what they would even, what incentivizes them. So I know the consumer, right? The consumer, I know what their pain points are. I know what their problems are. I have talked to hundreds of people. I have thousands of, you know, testimonies from families who, what they need, right? So I know that part. It's been the other part of it. So it's like, going after providers and thinking, trying to figure out, is this more marketing for them? Is it more of a social impact for them? Is it, what's the incentive for them? So that's been a little bit more of a challenge. And then also the fact that it's a $2.3 billion total addressable market. Okay. So autism services is only continuing to grow and there's nothing like what I'm doing specifically. So because of that, sometimes I've gotten some pushback, right, from potential investors is they don't really understand it. And then there isn't really anything like it. So I'm really driving this ship to becoming something that no one has to see yet. But the exciting part of that, to me, is that I get to create something that nobody has yet. And that comes with good and bad. And so that doesn't scare me, really, but it does present its challenges. But I know that just the market alone and the growth trajectory alone, that there is so much potential for what this can become. So, and again, just by your answers and statement, it is obvious that you, you, well, you understood, you know, you were a a behavioral specialist. I mean, you were in the space, you were conducting work. um, So you obviously knew there was the need, but it sounds like to me too, that, that you have, you know, you've dug in a little deeper with market research, truly understanding how big is the market? What are those niche needs within the market? Uh, did, did that surprise you a little bit as you began this entrepreneurial journey? Did you say, wow, I didn't realize there were going to be, I thought I knew all that I needed to know, but there is an awful lot of, of market research that needs to be done to, to launch a new venture. Is that, that something you encountered? So yes and no, because if grad school taught me anything, it was research, right. you know, and, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you know, I have been like consulting with the SBA as well. So I already knew what type of information I needed to uncover and needed to find in order to just demonstrate more relevance of the product. Nice. However, <laughs> I think again, like the challenge has been that there isn't anything like it. And, you know, just, I guess more of like the pushback of maybe this should just be a website. And I'm like, the people who are using this predominantly and the way that people are using apps, there's an app for everything. We have an app for everything. A website just becomes another barrier, another thing that they have to find and go search for. Whereas the app just eliminates that. And so 
in, in long answer, I think that it's really just been, it's that I anticipated the research. I anticipated nice. that I didn't actually realize how big the provider market actually was. So that was also surprising. I didn't realize that it was a billion dollar market because I was just right. in ABA therapy and kind of doing my own little thing. So that was very surprising. Nice. Um, how does one, if they're interested in what you're doing and uh, want to have a conversation, how would they find you, Courtney? So you can find me at um, Courtney. It's K-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y at the number two, the word and the number two consulting.com. You can send me an email. The actual website is under development currently. <laughs> so there is no official website, but it will be the missing piece app.com. And uh, I'm online on Instagram, on LinkedIn. You can find me, Courtney Rincon, on there as well. All right. Nice. And, you know, you mentioned that you had been engaged with the SBA um, mm -hmm. when you started this uh, venture. Did you realize there were assistance programs out there for entrepreneurs and small business owners? Did, did that come as a little bit of a surprise that there were resources out there to help you? I mean, so actually I was watching a, um, I can't remember this guy's name, but he was like a big entrepreneur. It's where they send them undercover and they have to like start over undercover. Undercover boss. Is that? No, not the no. boss one. It's like undercover millionaire. Oh, Cardone like was on there. They had right, to right. pretend and they have to like rebuild something. Right. So he was actually the one who talked about the SBA and I had no idea. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, then there has to be one in my area. And I didn't have any understanding <laughs> right. that I had that type of support. So now I make sure I tell any and everybody who's like, you know, trying to build something. I'm like, do you know we have free resources for you guys? Like, yes. I love it. It was very um, well, good. And we, we're glad that you found the SBA and the SBDC. And yes, that is, uh, it's, it's why we are here to help um, uh, thoughtful and, and um, innovative entrepreneurs like yourself, Courtney. Uh, it is Courtney Rincon. Uh, and she has spent years uh, in the behavioral uh, science space. She has uh, worked with families and uh, children who are uh, dealing with autism. And uh, she is helping and hoping to um, create an app where we can bring all this information together uh, in one place and help expedite uh, connections to services. Is that Did I get it? Yeah, I think you got it. And then it's also just, it's also really important to note that like how, how many families are continuing to be diagnosed, right? And so that's a key part of this too, right? The customers, unfortunately and fortunately are not stopping. And then the, the value of the service will continue throughout their literal life span. So I'm really excited about it and I I'm just looking forward to just having more conversations with providers, getting more feedback and just working more in the community. We like it. Well, Courtney, we're here to help you. Uh absolutely important and worthy cause, uh important issue. 
So uh, again, Courtney, thank you for your time today. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for uh, your work in the autism area. Thank you so much, Tom. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. And uh, this is Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kindred. We are covering all things business across the Treasure Coast. So stay with us. There's always more to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.